This call is being recorded. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning. Alicita, good morning, Victory family. This is Pam. I love you guys, and have a blessed day. Thank you. Love you, too. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. Good morning, Alicita. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday. Same to you, sweetheart. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Dondria. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Happy Wednesday. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicito. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Janice. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Janice. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salvasita. Who's on the line?
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Hello? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Sunshine, Tracy's sister. Good morning, Sunshine. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you also. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Well, good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Patricia. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Deidre. Good morning, Deidre. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Happy Wednesday, Valacita. Good morning, Pretty. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin yeah. the host seat? Hi, good morning. It's Mona. Good morning, good morning Mona. Happy morning. Wednesday. Hey. Good morning. <laughs> yes, he is, Sister Yvonne. God is good all the time. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> awesome. Good morning, Miss Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> that was a wonderful, happy Wednesday <laughs> from our sister Yvonne. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning. This is Monica. Good morning, Monica. Happy Wednesday. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. 
Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in March for the monthly theme entitled Acceleration. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, Declare Victory is having a family reunion on May 30th, 2020 from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Vallejo, California. Registration is required ahead of time. Look for the Eventbrite invite link in the Victory Room on our Facebook page for more information and to buy your ticket electronically. We are selling pre-tickets so that we can buy the supplies, awards, raffle prizes, and gifts needed for the special event. So please purchase as soon as you can because an event this big takes time to plan. If you are not local and you are sure that you will not be able to make this event, please consider making a donation at Cash App dollar sign I declare victory. Again, that's Cash App dollar sign. I declare victory. Your generosity will help ensure that everything is covered ahead of time. We pray many blessings be returned to you for your love and support. We have a prayer request request online from Tara Miller. She's asking for prayer for a place to find, be able to find a place to live as soon as possible for she, her son, and their two cats. She's also asking for healing. She's been having some headaches, and she would like for us to pray for healing for her, for her headaches. And the third prayer request from Tara is uh, she's asking for prayer that the coronavirus will end and that all those affected will be healed. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia the declaration will be brought by Dion, then we'll go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia Fisher. Declaration by Dion and closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture today is Psalms chapter 46, verse 10. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I ask that you please place your phones in mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. God of heaven and God of grace. Humble as we come before thy throne of grace, God, we thank you for this morning, Lord God, and we thank you for another day, Lord God. And as we only but boldly come before the throne of grace, God, we thank you, Lord God, that you have kept us in coverage right now, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for everything that you have done up until this point of time, my Heavenly Father. 
Lord God, as we have opened up our eyes this morning, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, because it was not of our strength, it was not of our might, my Heavenly Father, but it was just by the finger and touch of your love, Lord God. Lord God, as we continue to move, Lord God, about this day, Lord God, Lord God, we thank you for your protective covering, my Heavenly Father, right now, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for the breath in our bodies, my Heavenly Father. We thank you for the sight that we see and the things that we hear right now, my Heavenly Father. But most of all, Lord God, we thank you for the breath in our bodies right now, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, Lord God, as you continue to move about with us, my Heavenly Father, we ask that you continue to open up our eyes, Lord God, to see those things in the spirit, my Heavenly Father. We thank you that you continue to open up our ears and we continue to hear from you, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for the covering over our head, Lord God, as we slept last night, Lord God. We thank you for the clothes that you have provided for us, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you for our health, my Heavenly Father, right now. But most of all, Lord God, we thank you that you have kept us, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, as I humbly but boldly come more and more and approach your throne of grace, Lord God, I, I petition you, Lord God, for those that are asking for prayer, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, I petition you for those that are sick in their body, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, who are asking, Lord God, for healing, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, not just in their body, but in their mind, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, that are asking for healing in their spirit, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. I ask that you look upon us as a nation, as a whole, my Heavenly Father, that we continue to come together collectively, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, that we continue to show love, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, that you continue to look upon us, Lord God, and know that you are God, my Heavenly Father, that you are always in control and will always be in control, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, continue to search us through and through, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Look upon us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet, Lord God. Look upon those that continue to make decisions for us, Lord God. Lord God, those that sit in government, Lord God. Those that sit in authoritative positions, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Look upon their hearts, my Heavenly Father. Let them look upon what the people need, my Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, look upon the things that we lack, my Heavenly Father, that we stand in need of, my Heavenly Father. I thank you for supplying our needs, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. I thank you for showing us love, Lord God, that abounds and continues to increase, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, continue to give us praise in our hearts, a prayer in our hearts, and a prayer in our mind, my Heavenly Father, as we rise and as we continue to go about our day to day, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, in this time, Lord God, let you increase and we decrease, Lord God. Let your mind continue to be in us as it was in also in Christ Jesus, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, because you are our shepherd and we shall not want, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Let your water in us increase, Lord God. Continue let us increase in you, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Let your word continue to feed us and nourish us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Let nothing separate us from you, my Heavenly Father. Continue to nourish us, my Heavenly Father, to the marrow of our bones, my Heavenly Father. Let your mind continue to be in us, Lord God. This I ask, Lord God, and as your praise arise, Lord God, and as we take our phones off of you, Lord God, let your word arise in us, my Heavenly Father. Let the song arise in us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, Lord God, let it just resound so loud, Lord God, in the earth, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, that it brings down Lord God, that we come together as a 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 Lord God, that we come together as a
We thank you for hearing and answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, we thank you and I turn it, turn it over to I thank you. I declare it. We thank you, Lord God. And it is now in your hands. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Be honest in your hands. Lord, we thank you. It is now in your hands. We thank you, Father, for for this Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, God. We thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you even for the stillness this morning. And we give you glory and honor. Thank you, uh, Valuable, for hosting and greeting. Thank you, Sonia, for praying this morning. And thank you to each of you that joined in with us this morning in prayer. Um, Thanking God for yet another opportunity. It is Wednesday, our uh, day set aside specifically uh, for fasting and praying. Um, Again, if you've not done so, I know for some of us that don't necessarily have uh, the discipline just yet, uh, being in the house may be a little bit more difficult or a little bit more uncomfortable. But this is absolutely a season where prayer and fasting would not only be recommended, but uh, would definitely be warranted in uh, such a time as this. It's a great opportunity uh, for the Holy Spirit to begin some inner workings on the inside of each one of us, uh, just really making prayers and supplications to God uh, about integral matters of the heart, things that we may not be fully aware of um, in our normal day-to-day interactions and or uh, state, but it's definitely uh, a very prime time for us to begin to ask the Lord to reveal to us things that are in our hearts. Amen. Amen. So we fast today from uh, now until 5 p.m. Now until 5 p.m. And so certainly if, in fact, uh, you are making plans to do that, and I would encourage all of us to do it, honestly, we'll meet back here at 5 p.m. with Lady Diane. Amen. All right. Um, Yesterday, uh, we dealt with a very familiar passage and for somebody that's not muted just yet go ahead and take the time to uh, mute your line for us if you'd be so kind amen um and 
we we had very candid conversation and got a little bit of instruction. Uh, <clears throat> this morning, I want to go uh, a different direction. We also tapped on something in the discussion on yesterday with regard to um, having the word hidden in our hearts. And so I want to uh, kind of commingle that with the teaching this morning in an effort to give you something to stand on, to give you some firm and or solid foundation um, as the Lord begins to grow and develop each and every one of us in character, uh, in personhood, and in discipleship as we model our lives after amazing teachers, first and foremost, Jesus and him crucified, but by the grace of God, he left so that we would have internal workings, and that is, uh, as we all know, the power of the Holy Spirit living down on the inside of us. And so we're going to tap today on a uh, familiar passage of scripture, and that's John, <clears throat> the 15th chapter. Um, we, we've heard this. Um, multiple times, but prayerfully, uh, as the Lord begins to uh, share through me via the Holy Spirit, that it would plant different seed uh, down on the inside of you. And I may hop around uh, from the first, as a matter of fact, I'm going to first through the 16th or 17th verse, a very powerful passage of scripture, something we stand on uh, as a principal thing, and then jump down to 26, because I really want, uh, for some of us that have not yet experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and not saying that you're not saved if that is not the case, but um, I absolutely want to uh, present for you an argument um, of, of the why, why we need that inner workings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as I began to prepare to share this morning, um, the Holy Spirit led me to um, really a diagram or a brief overview of tree development and growth. Um, I'm going to read this passage of scripture, and then I'm going to use um, learning materials just to kind of talk about the structure and uh, the root system and the development of the life of a tree, not uh, not just a specific tree, but I know that there are a couple of very specific references to types of tree in the Word of God. So, um Pray for me and with me as I share this because my my desire um, is that it make a different type of deposit down on the inside of you this morning. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I am the vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And y'all give me one second. I want to change this version real quick because uh, a keyword and or a tag word I really want you to focus on this morning is 
abiding, right? Our theme is acceleration. Uh, I am positive that your uh, intentional seek to abide will begin to make the greatest um, impact on how you seek and how you grow and develop as a believer. So I'm going to read this in. Let me make sure. Okay, so so it, it in the Amplified, it, it suggests remain, right? And so we know each time we hear the word remain, it is referring to uh, the word abide, right? Okay, I am the vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit and or even richer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given to you, the teaching which I have discussed with you. Remain or abide in me, and I will remain or abide in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining or abiding in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. The one who remains in me, the one who abides in me, the one who stays in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from the vital union with me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide or remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers and dies. And they gather such branches and throw them into the fire that they are burned. Um, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if you vitally unite and, and my message lives in you, and in your heart, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified and honored by this. When you bear much fruit and you prove yourself to be my true disciples, I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. Abide in my love and do not doubt my love for you. If you keep my commandments and obey my teachings, you will remain or abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remained in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. Amen. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to go back and tap a couple of things uh, just because yesterday we were talking about um, having the word of God in our heart having the word of God in our hearts and how does that become uh, not just word uh, on paper or, or on the internet or on our cell phones, but how does that become meat for us that we might live? How does that become something that nurtures us from the inside out to take and transform our lives into um, the fully productive branches and or vines that we were intended to be, right? And so here we hear uh, multiple times, if you remain in me, if you abide in me, if you stay in me, if you stay in my word, if you live by my word, if you uh, consistently uh, stay before me or in me, everything about your life will be productive. But we also hear the reality that uh, every single uh, gardener always prunes their trees. There are cutbacks. We are in a season currently of being cut back. We are in a period of being pruned and uh, uh, dismantled of sorts in areas that we might become more productive in life. Right there, there is a season of pruning that is necessary. I have uh, rose bushes all over my backyard. And um, to be very honest, I have not tended them the way that I know to. Uh, ironically, because it is created to produce, even without me having done the necessary work, there are still roses on the rose bush. Unfortunately, uh, they're not very attractive because they've not been cut back, right? So the roses that would normally be voluptuous and full of life and uh, uh, very, very vibrant in color are dull and uh, a little bit ill spent with regard to the, the visual aesthetics of the roses themselves. They don't have the the usual, I want to go outside and cut them off and bring them in the house and put them in a vase and set them on the table for all to see because they've actually not been tended. Which means that when I make my way outside to go and cut them, just about every single one of them will be cut off from the rose bush and will no longer be essential, vital, or beautiful to look at. The reality is there is probably a little something wrong in the root system. They've never uh, grown quite right, right? And so uh, the word says this, he takes away, I mean, uh, every branch that, that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit, right? Now, that being said, this season right here, um, I've, I've really been praying because the truth is no matter how hard you work, there will always be more work to do. No matter uh, how much time you spend in prayer, how many days or hours you spend in the word, 
there is always revelation to be had. There are always seasons and moments where downloads are coming, where uh, the Lord will reveal to you some things that are yet in your soil, right? But that's what we have the Word of God for. The Word of God uh, will remind us of a couple of things. Number one, it, it says that the Word makes us clean, right? which which was a gift from God it was it was given to us our only goal is to consistently do the work what that means is abide stay stick uh refuse to move out of the dirt now the reality is i could do the work of cutting back and or pruning uh those rose bushes in my backyard i might even have to do a little bit of soil treating and contingent upon the level of damage to the root system uh, has everything to do with how productive that particular rose bush would be. Now, there are seven or eight of them, some of them more grand than the others. But the reality is, if I go outside and I do the work, I begin to cut back and treat the soil and make sure that it's watered and nurtured and cultivated, I may not get as many flowers as I want in this particular uh, time of harvest or this particular time of growth. But the truth is, if I continue to prune the tree down to the parts where uh, the inside, the internal system of the plant is intact, it has to produce, right? The goal is that as long as the branches are connected to a healthy system, that there will always be some type of a reproduction, right? Uh, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain or abide in him. Uh, this is um, essential in really understanding that thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. My internal system has something down on the inside that won't allow me to forget who I am as long as I stay connected. Um, I want to present to some this morning who are still struggling in the area of your faith, still struggling uh, to retain the word, still struggling to um, occupy a space or remain or abide in a place where you are no longer negotiating uh, or on the trading floor of kingdom living, kingdom building, kingdom identity, and standing in sonship. I want to present to somebody this morning uh, that may feel like, well, I don't have it all together, so just forget it kind of technically. Um, I, I want to submit to you this morning that as long as you stay connected, right, not only is there hope for you, uh, you may have to go through a longer season of pruning, uh, an accelerated, right now we're in an accelerated season of being cut back. We, we don't have access to everything we're accustomed to having access to. It's kind of like when PG&E in California was going through a rolling blackout season. We knew that uh, we had paid the bill. We knew that uh, we had done everything on our, our behalf, but we still were disconnected. So there were some inconveniences that went with that. See, the difference between that and this is if the Lord, if, if, if the Lord 
cuts you back in such a way that you are literally prone to a place of being disassembled from the vine, you don't have no action, right? There's no way that if a, a, a vine is cut off, it can't be sewn back on, it can't be glued back on, it can't be tacked back on, it cannot be tied back on. You have to remain in the vine, even if you don't feel connected. You've got to stay in front of the fire. You've got to stay before the Father. You've got to constantly be near the brook where you and your root system can get what's necessary so that it begins to bud. Um, as I began to study and, and just kind of take a look at how that uh, a tree system is put together. There are irrigation systems in certain orchards and certain places to make sure and to maintain uh, the moisture of the soil, the, the temperature of the soil. When you deal with a real orchard where there's an apple orchard or a peach orchard or even a, a vineyard, I, I actually have grapes in my backyard. Now, ironically, because I've never studied how to maintain them, um, I'm sure they need pruning. And so they don't grow quite right. They're kind of like those rose bushes. And chances are it's because they've, number one, not been cut back. Um, Number two, I'm not intentional about watering them. Uh, number three, I don't make a, a special effort to even watch for the growth, but in my folly, sometimes I'll go out and look. Now it's in the season where they're beginning to grow back in the winter, all of the leaves fall off and they're bare and they're simply vines. But what I noticed is I have blackberry bushes that are at one end of the fence and grapevines on the opposite end. But what I noticed the other day is that the grapevines and the blackberry vines have somehow connected and intertwined. And even though I'm not diligent about watering them, even though I haven't gone through additional strides to cut them back, what I saw was that they still produce fruit. So so what does that mean for you? Listen, if you're connected, I know it may not look like you are as productive as you desire to be, but as long as you're connected, because the blackberries are growing in this little space, and then here we have all the green new leaves from the from the wine, I mean from the um from the grapevines. And so here we have these two things intermixed with no attention with no intentionality, with no specific uh, specific, uh, methods or means of going after growth, imagine what it would look like if I took the time to tend them. Imagine what it would look like if I focused on those particular items, the rose bush, the blackberry bushes, and the grapevines. Imagine if I took the time to cut them back and to uh, water them daily and to make sure that the soil was saturated and or fresh. It's the same with meditating on the word of God. It's the same as being intentional about uh, setting specific times. My grandmother was an active, avid gardener. She always kept and maintained a beautiful garden with greens and cabbage and string beans and tomatoes and onions and uh, zucchini. And uh, she would 
take the time to make cha-cha and can her green beans. Uh, we don't we don't hear a lot about that anymore, but she had a very specific time that she would water every single day. Somebody needs to mute, please. Every day she went outside right at sunset and she was deliberate about turning her water on to a specific pace. She said, you don't want to turn the water up too high. You'll just, uh, you'll, you will frustrate the roots and if you frustrate the roots you will kill the plants and so i'd watch her go outside she was intentional about making sure her junipers that were on the side of the house were watered very specifically she always made sure that she was deliberate about the morning watering or the evening watering depending on what period or season it was in the growth process she would also go out and make sure that everything on her uh, garden, especially the green beans, if they got a little bit too much, she would pick them little at a time. And if it wasn't a big enough bunch to cook for us to get full, what she would do is can them. But her method, her routine, her uh, consistency was what I know caused that garden to yield constant fruit. We ate from that garden frequently. We ate so much so from that garden that oftentimes, as she was uh, tending the, the yard, she would overproduce and end up giving things to friends and family uh, for them to eat. Saying all of that to say, no different than uh, my active, avid grandmother, who was uh, certainly a gardener, she would consistently spend time peeling or tending to her garden. Uh, what I remember distinctly is she would go uh, to, back in the day it was Discount Mart, to get her seed. She would go and get her seed, but before she would get her seed, she would take the time and she had a hole, a specific hole that she would use and she would peel the ground. She would go out and break up the dirt about two weeks before she planted and then every single day she would go outside and water the dirt and break up all the rocky dirt and she would pull if there were, were old roots in the ground. She would pull the old root systems out uh, so that when she made sure that she was planting, that they did not get entangled. So should we, as we are becoming, as we are becoming more fruitful, as we are becoming disciples, as we are being launched and uh, the trajectory is considered to be fast and the momentum is considered to be swift in this hour. Some of us are on accelerated growth plans. Some of us have been cut back to the place of almost what feels like depletion. That's beautiful. See, it, it, she would take the hoe and uh, I, I would watch her throw it up and drop it down. And sometimes large hunks of, of dirt would come up and there would be multiple rocks or uh, sometimes she would drop it and I'd see the base of a root that was not on the surface of the dirt, but she would take that hole and she'd be out there for hours breaking up the ground because she knew that she wanted a solid harvest. And the only way to get to that, it, it takes intentionality. 
And so let's consider our lives, our hearts, our root systems, our tree growth systems. Let's consider it uh, parcels of land, which is what we are referred to oftentimes in the word of God where he will begin to take his uh, garden tool and break up the the hard ground, the stony ground, and begin to remove uh, and replace the rocks with uh, essentials that are necessary for effective growth. And he pulls out old systems and he begins to prepare your heart. That happens when we take the word of God and we use it to break up the things in our heart, the matters of our heart, the conditions of our heart, the uh, iniquities of our heart, the things that are centered and grounded in our heart. And the master or the master gardener uses um, every single word that proceeds out of his mouth to do that on the inside of us. That being said, right up and through here, if you are deliberate about uh, reading the word, listening to the word, meditating on the word, turning on the word of God and just listening to it, what you'll find is it begins to go down in that soil and break up everything that might be in the way. And as it begins to pull out those old things, or let, let's say you've already uh, had your land healed, you're still going to have to do some external work around the edges to make sure weeds don't grow up and things don't get entangled, kind of like the blackberry vines and the grape vines. They got entangled and I'm sure one will impede upon on the other, but we have the ability to go in and catch things before uh, they get too wild, to go in and stop things before they get intertwined and mixed and mingled. My mother used to tell me, uh, well, she showed me this plant one time. I've told this story before, but so many of us are new. I, I want to say it like this. She had this cute little flower and it was outside on the patio. And I remember her bringing, uh, she, come look at this. So I go outside and there was one plant that was specific that she purchased the way that it was, that she had been tending to and tilling forever. And then all of a sudden there was a new plant inside of the plant that she had. Now, mind you, it's outside. And so originally it had these pretty little flowers on it. And she was like, oh, that's, that's really, that's weird. I guess maybe they dual planted. So after a while, the pretty little flower piece started growing. Now, my mother has a green thumb as well, very similar to my grandmother. I'm surprised she allowed it to stay. But sometimes Holy Spirit will uh, uh, give you an opportunity to see something, allow some things in you for you to see some things about your root system, about some things that are yet in your soil that you may not have identified. And so we watched these two plants merge themselves. Get this. Before it was all said and done, what started out as a cute little flower, what started out as, uh, oh, you know, I'll just leave it there. I don't know. She kept watering it. The next thing you knew, it outgrew the original plant in the pot. Not only did it outgrow the original plant in the pot, but then it became this ugly monstrosity of this big, ridiculous branch that was amazingly obscure and did not belong there.
kind of like our lives, how at first our sin is cute. You know, at first uh, you are uh, just having a glass of wine with your homegirls, uh, and then next thing you know, you drunk five days a week. Or at first you you uh, needed the attention, so you slipped up and you fell and you slept with so-and-so, and it was cute and it was fun at the moment. But before you know it, it ends up taking over everything, which is why it is so important for us to abide, to stay connected, to stay before God, because most times you end up with having to uh, dang near destroy the whole tree and start all over again. What my mother had to do, see, because by the time it's all over, the root systems start to get entangled, right? And so those are the snares that the Word of God talks about. Those are the things that the Word of God talks about have us in uh soul ties and entrapment. And you could say there are no soul ties. I totally disagree. But what I will say is this, when we are intentional about abiding, when we are intentional about respecting our pruning process, when we are deliberate about making sure we've tilled our land properly, making sure we've been cut back properly. Listen, there is a beautiful thing on the opposite side of the story. Now, this is not a condemning message. This is, uh, I pray that the Holy Spirit convicts us to desire to bear much fruit. Right? And, and let me tell you why. Because at the end of the day, I don't know about you, but uh, a rose bush that does not produce roses is technically hey, Can you mute your phone, please? Yeah, woke up. Can you mute your phone, please? How you doing today? Thank you. Um, and so I want us to let me let me give you what what the word says, right? Um, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we are uh, vitally united, and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. But more than that, my Father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourself to be my true disciples. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want no raggedy rose bush. I want somebody to look at me and want to cut who I am off, bring me into their house and put me in their vase. <laughs> you ever uh, uh, been in an orchard or been to a, a family friend's house and they got an apple tree or a peach tree and every cotton picking piece of fruit you pick off of it is just nasty and corroded. Who wants to eat that? Who wants to look at that? I don't know nobody. I, I don't want. I don't want no raggedy flowers, and I don't want no bug riddled, uh, yicky mushy fruit. Nobody goes and picks the fruit that has been on the ground up. Usually, we look for the low hanging fruit. And if you're real good, you will get you a, a ladder and climb up the tree. My grandmother used to go to the orchard and pick apples and pick peaches and make apple pies and peach pies. And I remember her saying, "Hey, bring me that, bring me that ladder." 
she didn't want just the low hanging fruit. She would get that first, but she wanted that fruit that was higher. She said, because the closer it is to the sun, the sweeter it is every time. It makes for the best pie. She would go the extra step or the extra mile again, her being a gardener, her being an exquisite cook. There were certain things that were important to her. When you want something to be better, you do the work to make sure that you've done everything you can to get the best of the best out of that thing. Can you please mute your phone? Right? It is our responsibility to make sure that we take care of the land that we've been given to grow on. That means being intentional about meditating on the word so that the Lord can begin to download and or give you revelation so that the Lord can begin to cultivate you so that you are not only productive, but you produce much fruit, right? That you produce the kind of fruit that people anticipate eating. Right, that you produce the type of flowers uh, that people expect to see good growth and development. That you, you know, there are some roses and some rose bushes that are part of uh, competitions. Some people spend their entire uh, adult lives nurturing and caring for their greenhouse. That's our life on steroids. That's our life abiding. If we ever plan to accelerate with when it comes to kingdom living and kingdom building, it is our responsibility to make sure that we are consistent with cultivating uh, the vine, that we are consistent with cultivating, um, accessing everything that we are and digging up the rocks and pulling things out of the soil and constantly heart checking and constantly meditating on the word, no different than our father who is the vine dresser, who spends time focused on us and healing us and pruning us and curing us of our heart aches and ails and making sure that our root system stays solid and rooted and grounded in him and making sure that the spirit of God, which is like water, continues to nurture us so that we are growing and bringing him glory and honor. Because at the end of the day, guess what? That's it. That's all we're here for. That's our bottom line. And so today, my prayer is, even in our fasting time, um, that we would experience supernatural, accelerated growth in our root system, that our roots would be planted so deep and so embedded in the truth of his word, and that our lifestyles will mirror and pattern the heart of God towards us, the heart of the Father, uh, by the power of the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of us, so much so that every single thing connected to us blossoms. Not just that we blossom, but every place we go, uh, we be salt and light. That every area we tread upon, that dominion reigns. That every time you get up in the morning and put your feet on the ground, hell gets nervous. That every single time you walk into a building, your father would simply pull his suspenders and say, yeah, that's my baby. Because I know if I don't know anything else, that's much fruit walking around right there. It takes intentionality. It takes a willingness to respect the pruning process. 
It takes a willingness to examine yourself constantly to make sure the weeds and the rocks aren't overtaking. It, it takes intentionality about watching what lands in your pot that just might grow and overtake everything that you are. It's easy to do, y'all. And so that being said, I, I pray uh, that the very spirit of God would take that word and nurture that word and begin to grow it up in you in such a way that you become fruitful and productive in this season, that this decade will be the season that you've had the most lush fruit, uh, the most beautiful flowers, the most uh, uh exponential growth that you've had in years, that you be uh, full of productivity in this season, that your irrigation system have no sloth or sludge in it, that every single thing is running clear and free and you are connected directly to the Father, that you hear clearly, that your ears be unplugged, that your eyes be unscaled, that you begin to manifest the necessary fruit to feed a nation. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I pray that that bless you. That was a little lengthy. I'm sorry, y'all. I got excited. Oops. <laughs> Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Anybody want to say hey? Good morning. It's nourishing, Keisha. Great decoration. Amen. Good morning, Keish. Good morning. This is Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Good morning. I heard somebody else. Who was that? Good morning, Saints. This is Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Good morning. Good morning, morning, family. Good morning. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 brother E. Good morning, family. It's Prosperous Pam. Hey, Prosperous. Good morning. Great word. One of my favorites. Great word, Pastor. Amen. Blessings to you. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. This, this is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. And who else hey. is that? Shell, good morning. Hey, Shell, morning. And hey, can I morning. tell you thank you? Thank you for letting me have some fruit through my Android. <laughs> you welcome. <laughs> you act funny. Nice. Good morning. It's Chris Sharma. Hey, darling. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Caroline. This is Tanya. Good hey, good morning. Good morning, guys. Mm. Morning, it's Gloria. Morning, family. Hey, Gloria. Good morning. Good morning. Enjoy that word. Peace and love. Peace and love. Good morning, dear. Good morning. Wonderful declaration this morning. Hey, Amen. Good morning. Thank you, pretty. Who else was that? Jacqueline. Hi, hi Jackie. That's, that's Jackie Jackson right there. That's my mama. Hi, mama. Hi, Hey. You caught me. Good morning, Barbara. Hello, guys. You guys be hey, blessed. Barbara, blessed. <laughs> Good morning. Hi, it's sunshine again. And thank you for your message. It's very close to home. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Tasha. Hey, Tasha. Good morning. And who else was that? Good morning, family. It's Dondria. It's my birthday. Be blessed. Happy Jesus. birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy 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 birthday. Happ
That slow. Is that pretty, Patrice? You singing that slow? <laughs> I take it slow, fast, anytime, because you know, on this, um, um, what are we doing? Social distancing. Right. I call it Sabbath rest. I'm so grateful for it. Um, Amen. thank you guys. I love you. Declare victory, family. Um, you know, since I'm here alone, it's good to um be connected with folks who love you. So thank you so much. You meant so much to me in my growth on my journey. You know I got something to say about that, um, wanting to be cut off like um, roses and put in the vase and taken in the house. So that um, struck a chord with me, Second Timothy 2.20, vessels fit for the master's use, some for honor and yeah. some for dishonor. In Jesus' name, yes. love you guys. In Jesus' name, amen. Good stuff, good stuff, birthday girl. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Good morning, this is Lee. Hey, Miss Lee, good morning. Good morning, baby. And happy birthday to whoever that was. I didn't get your name. That's Dondria. Oh, okay. Happy birthday, Dondria. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Lee. And also to you, Mother Jackie. We love you. Bless you. Love you all, too. Amen. Anybody else want to say good morning or have question, comment, commentary? Good morning, Dion. It's Cassie. Good morning, hey, Cassie. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Man. Well, hey, good morning. Um, hey. Hey. Uh, it's uh, nourishing. I uh, just recently went to go get my daughter from school because, you know, they closed it or what have you. And usually I just follow the GPS and blah, blah, blah. And But this time I just was like, you know, I don't want to do all those twists and turns and, and stuff like that. So when you were speaking about the garden and you started talking about the grapevine and I haven't driven the grapevine in years because I would just follow the the GPS. She's been out there for four years. So I was like, you know, I want to do something different this time. And when you started talking, I was just like, oh, my God, all these things just started, like, coming in my head. I was just ready to talk. I was ready to talk. I was like, okay, just calm down. Just calm down. There's a point for that. And I started thinking about how I used to have a green thumb when I was in San Francisco. When I came out here from Vallejo, Everything died. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm like, okay. So I the, just was that's listening. Called, that's called the great pruning, Nakisha. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Right? right? So I was just, I was just listening. Clear. But you I was knew that, really though, right? 
Right, right, right. I was like, okay, oh God, okay. I was just listening, and um, I'm, I'm hearing it in myself right now. Like my sound is changing, like this very moment. But I know that when I first got on, it was like everything was well with me. This, that, and the third. I was mad about stuff that happened 40 years ago, and all this little stuff. And just thinking about how when you were talking, and I was in my mind was thinking like the GPS was like me following the crowd. And then Holy Spirit was like, no, I want you to go the way that I want you to go because I'm trying to show you something. So I was like, okay. And then there was one little part I was in Lancaster and I was really scared. And Tanea normally goes to sleep because she knows that I'm following the GPS and stuff like that. So she felt that I was nervous. And so she stayed up for most of the time. But I was telling her that, you know, sometimes we have to just listen to what Holy Spirit says because he's teaching us something right now. So when you were talking about the grapevine, I was like, okay, it was so much easier for me to go that way as opposed to twisting and turning and stuff because the car was loaded down with all her stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I I didn't want to do the live yesterday because I don't like talking as it is and then talking about the word of God on camera and stuff like that. I was like, no, but I, I felt the charge that you said to us yesterday. And I was just thinking, like, oh, my God. I thank God that I was able to actually hear the declaration this morning. Amen. Just, <laughs> right. So I just, uh, I know I'm rambling right now, but I just had to just, you, you are. just say something. <laughs> we love you. Because, because it was just like, oh, my God, just listening to God and just doing what he said. And it just connected with your message on today. So just thank you. I know it was all over the place, but it, it made sense to me it's if okay. it didn't make sense to nobody else. I basically, I just need to listen to what God was saying to me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But that's that's all part of the growth, Nakisha. The, the word tells us to work out our own soul salvation. And it's all a process. It's all a process. So you don't got to feel bad. You was rambling. We all do it, child. Don't you? <laughs> you fine. <laughs> you fine. Amen. I'm just glad you made it home safely, and I'm glad you were able to hear. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Yes, yes. Um, I thank God for your declaration, um, Dion, because the pruning away um, so God can bring forth fruit. It hit so hard because I had a conversation with Miss Kathy yesterday, and if I tell you it's so in line and it's so loud and I hear it, I just thank God that he connects it and confirms and assures some things through the word, through the declaration, through the people that you are connected to that are connected to him. So I thank you for your declaration. Um, This is definitely a time for one-on-one from hearing and abiding in him and him and me, Um, not just me, but for everyone. You know, like I said yesterday, you know, Tony, 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 it's just me and you. You know, and this is the time, really. I mean it. I mean, it's, it, this is the time to really hear and understand and and be in his face. Um, it, this is not, you know, business as usual. This is the time where, you know, you, we on punishment. 
you know, and, and on punishment, you stand in the corner and you face the wall and you hear what you hear. You're not out of anything. You're just facing the wall. You have nothing to say, but you hear everything that you're supposed to be hearing in discipline. So not that I'm doing anything wrong. I'm just learning and I'm growing. And um, I just thank God for your declaration because it hit home and it hit hard. And Miss Kathy, I will obey. <laughs> Amen. 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 Thank you for sharing. And and I, I wanna I wanna add this real quick. I want you to put in perspective, Rochelle. I wouldn't even consider us on punishment. We are in a period of sanctification. We literally in quarantine. God is keeping things off of you and away from you and protecting you. We are actually hidden and, and in a hedge. Right? That's the blessing. That's the power of him being sovereign. Yes, I definitely believe that there's a blessing in it all because he doesn't do anything just to be doing it. He does it for purpose. He does it to make sure that we can get to our destiny and what he has called us for and what he has put out in us that, you know, he will bring out of us to glorify him. So I get it. I get it. I promise you I do. I just love it. I love, um, you know, the pressure. I love the blessing. I love the covering. I just love who he is. Um, And that's it. Good stuff. Hey, so hey guys. You know hey. what I thought of you? Um also you um it's such a good declaration. I got so much out of it, um, Dion. But for me also I was thinking about even when you um said about that pot that was outside. You know what I'm saying? And and obviously a seed got up in there that, mm-hmm. that um didn't belong. You feel me? And when I was thinking about that, I was just like, wow, you know, what growed up out of that, we, he, and it needed to be tended to. He wanted to pull, it's time to get all that out, you know, come inside, get all that out. We got to tend to our, you know, to, to the garden, you know what I mean? To our, to our, um, what, what, what we don't saw, the weeds and what we see that is out of order. That's what I was getting out when you was talking. It was just so beautiful to me. And even when you was doing the declaration, I literally saw, like um, streams of water flowing through a garden, and it was a a man sitting, just just sitting there, and he was just it was just so beautiful, and he was just waiting to tend to it. But it was just so beautiful. It was it was real. I was like, wow! And it was a stream of water going through. It was I was like that. Wow! He's he's tending to us. You know, he wants us to um get get he's getting those weeds out. He's bringing them to our you know, a revelation and, and having us, you know, go to court and, and like you said, the train floors and it's time to clean it up. He, he's clean, he cleansing us. He's, he's cleansing us right now. So I really don't, I, I don't want to see it as a, um, as, as a bad thing, you know, as far as being locked in or whatnot. Well, I, I truly want to use this and see this as a blessing and as him tending to us and getting us um, ready for what he has for us to do. Amen. Amen. Big deal. Good morning, Dion. It's Kathy again. Um, Beautiful declaration. I know I haven't been on this month that much. I've been cupcaking y'all. This is my anniversary month, so (laughs) y'all excuse my absence. (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, I like when you spoke about this is our accelerated season to be cut back. Um, because when we look up that word um, in the physics, it talks about accelerated means a change in the velocity, means that he's trying to develop us at a faster rate. It's a quickening um, on the inside. And I'm glad that we're quarantined or separated because the other day when I was um, in prayer, the Lord spoke and said, uh, he gave. He talked about the scripture, the wheat and the tear. Let them grow together, and then he will do the separating. And so in this time that we are separated and cut off from uh, work, some people um, off from friends and uh, colleagues and schools and whatever the case may be in every individual situation, God needed to separate us from those things that would choke us out. Um, when you think about the, the garden and those things that will choke out that plant, it would be those weeds that grow alongside of us. And sometimes God needs to pull us away from all those things that we may have uh, been attentive to, religion versus kingdom, um, those things that we have given ear to or given thought about or even entertain or practice. God wants to separate us so that he can grow and develop us. It's his job to cut away those things. But like you said, we should have uh, a desire. You said to the desire to bear much fruit. When we have that desire to be changed and that desire to want to produce more and that desire to allow God to put it on the table and say, it's me, O oh Lord then he can cut away those things that have stunted our growth, that have stopped us from accelerating and moving forward. So I really enjoyed the declaration today. I'm just glad to be back on the call with you guys. Um, and just blessings. Happy birthday to the young lady uh, who said it was her birthday today. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. And I agree. I'm excited about the acceleration. <laughs> Anybody else? Hi, Pastor. Hi, family. Hi, Pam. Good morning. That was one of my favorites. Um, I, I just go back to the, I know that was a month or two months ago when we were doing the seed time and harvest, but I just love when you spoke about uh, the planting and, you know, your grandmother and, you know, I've always admired planters because I've never been much of a, I'd say I've um, green thumb. I don't know because I've never tried, but I like it. I'm interested in it. Like I might be something I might want to get into, but anyway, um, I really liked when you talked about, uh, I'm glad you repeated it because I never heard that story before, but it makes such sense about, I don't know who it was, who in your family, if it was your grandmother had a plant or was planting something and then this little pretty pink little flower came out and it looked cute. Um, that was just really deep because that's so, and that's just how our walk is. You know, something can look really cute in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And then you just got to meditate on God's word and see, is that supposed to be there? So, um, you know, and then it grew to be a big monstrosity. And I never, I don't know what you guys did with the plan after that, but um, 
I just really liked um, when you when you outlined that, and I liked the whole the whole declaration was awesome. So, thank you for that word. Amen. Thank you so much. Happy prayers. Dion, this is Diane. Good morning. Hey, Lady Di. I just want to say I enjoyed your decoration. Um, I think it's a time of refreshing for all of us and a time to find quietness and abide in God. And, you know, the young lady uh, that talked yesterday, that was you, and um, someone mentioned on the call yesterday, Isaiah 26, 20, and 21. And it talks about us going to stay in our room, to, to go in the chambers and close the door until God's anger pass. And God has, he's, he's doing a work of cleaning up. Because the world has, I see it as the world has, has changed so much and they removed God from so many places. And people, it's just like uh, the Israelite when they went into captivity and God just, you know, where, where the people were just doing everything in their own eyes. And every now and then, we never seen this to really happen in our lifetime until now where there's a quarantine of across the world. And God is doing some things and it's time for us to sit back and to to listen and and, and to to really abide in his word. When like like you say, when you abide in God and He and you, He said you can bear much fruit, but apart from Him, we can do nothing. And the world is so scattered apart. The, the people are scattered apart. To everything has changed. You know, they've they've taken God out of everything, out of the schools. There's no prayer. There's there's uh, no pledge of allegiance to God as we used to do when when I was in school. We had to do it every morning, and. So they're taking God out of everything, and people are just doing things in their own eyes. It's, you know, even homosexuality is the norm today for 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 a lot of people. I won't just say young people because it's not just young people. It's a lot of people, and people just have removed God. And God does get angry, and it's, you know, and and I, I'm enjoying the time staying in the house, being quiet, because it gives me more time with God. I don't have all this busyness and because things are shut down. And every day you find out someone else has the virus. So it's time for us to to really meditate on God's word and to spend time with God. Because we have nothing else to do. Most of the places are closed down. Most jobs are closed down. Most schools are closed down. So it's it's no excuse. We have a lot of time to just sit with the master. Amen. And I find it a great time for all of us that don't have to go to work. 
to find time, but to, as Tanya said, to find quiet. Yeah. And just sit with God and let Him speak to you, and you listen to Him. So I I yeah. I thank you for your declaration, because sometimes we need to just sit still, because yeah. we we have too many things that we put before God, and now we have all the time it is to just spend with God. Yeah. So thank you for your declaration and for reiterating that we need to truly abide in him. Praise God. Thank you for that, Lady Thank you. God. Hey. You're welcome. Hey, sister. Uh, hey. I agree with Diane. I'm at, I'm at, I'm one of those people that's at, at work because these babies' uh, parents have to go to school. I mean, have to go to work. One little boy's dad actually works for the CDC, and so um, I'm, I'm kind of like feeling like God is, shaking a lot of stuff up, and what I have paid attention to is how he is doing with restoration amongst families. So like I said yesterday, I'm noticing a lot of people that I know personally that hadn't spoken to certain family members for whatever reason, but they don't have no choice. So it's like, you know what I mean, that pruning, getting people to, to sit down and really pay attention to what matters. And so it's a humbling thing because some people have gotten prideful. Let me say we had gotten prideful and going and doing, and, like, I'm, I'm noticing it don't matter how big your house is, how many cars you have, what your income was, because we are all at attention now. He has our attention. So we really need to take heed to what's going on and not get irritated and try not to get anxious because the reality is some people are facing things like never before. But if we really trust his word and know that this is a season for us to get us together, I'm so grateful for my time home, too, because it's making my marriage stronger. It's making me and my children, because we don't have nothing but to to, go, to um, gravitate towards each other. But also checking on these elderly people that's alone. I, I really, man, that's my status part. So I'm doing, my, I'm doing a little bit more trying to make sure nobody's eating anything because I have to go out anyway. So, you know, it's just time to reflect and not be in our feelings and not um, – just really get what God is trying to show us. So this is a big lesson, a big lesson. So I thank you, sis, for always just lacing us. And I'm so grateful to hear Mother Jackie. I don't call her Mother Jackie, but I feel like I need to. But I just love listening to you talk about your grandmother. That took me back to my papa on Ohio in the same gardens that we don't have no more. So I just thank you for, it's like a refreshing this morning. So I love you, sis, and thank you so much. Love you, too. Man, anybody else? I love that part about the family. Um, and I want to thank God too um, during this time, too, because sometimes you get so busy. And then I've just personally been um, enjoying my time, even if we're all on a group text message and cracking jokes. And just, I'm just so thankful for those things that, um, you know, that we might just go along and not really appreciate or at least for myself. So I just, I thank God so much for what he's doing in this time. And, you know, it's something about his word, being in his word. And I heard uh, Joyce Meyer speaking on, this is years and years ago, that, that at some point we're going to have to decide, you know, are we with God or are we not? We're going to have to make some big decisions and that's all in the word. So um, this is not, you know, what's even going on now is, is like the, the word has already prepared many of us that this and other things will happen. Um, 
like just part of the world that we're living in, but God, you know, God created everything. And so just, I'm just encouraged to stay closer into um, his word and just, um, just seeing what he has. I have no idea what he's doing, but I just, I thank God that I'm going to continue to look to him. Amen. Good stuff. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Amen. Anybody Pastor? else? Hilarious. So I, <laughs> you know you, yeah, okay. Anyway, in Jesus' name, okay. Um, So we love you, Dion. I was cracking up. I love the, you're such an awesome storyteller. And uh, definitely took me to the visualization of the garden and the yard and your blackberries and your vines and your roses. Um, um, The way you told it um, about your mother and your grandmother having a green thumb, you also have a green thumb. And um, God put you here for such a time as this. You have been um, gardening or watering us, um, pruning us like Dee Dee said, lacing our boots and um, checking us and blessing us and watering us. And um, so we just, I'm grateful for you and your green thumb and your, uh, like you said, walking in your authority. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I agree with Prosperous Pam. I call you my pastor, online pastor. And and now look, for such a time as this, we've been doing this for so many years. I think I came in 2015. We've been doing this for so many years and now, um, you're giving classes and um, preparing people to go forward in the future with strategy and with a plan. So we love you. We honor you. Have an awesome day. Oh, that's sweet. God bless you. Thank you, Dodger. I'll be praying. Good morning. Hey, good morning, bro. Hey, another great uh, declaration. I agree with the sisters that came on before me. Um, the the way you uh, <clears throat> tell a story it really just makes it come comes alive. Uh, that's and that's a gift. You know, Christ used to you know tell stories, and in fact, the parable he used uh, <clears throat> was probably a great story because you know that's who he was. That's who we were dealing with. He was dealing with people who who were uh, who worked in the vine, who worked in the garden. And all of that stuff, and so God uses these stories to, um, you know, to things that we can relate. You know, just like great, great pastors and, and great teachers and great preachers will use today's stories to kind of relate to us. But the part that you talked about, um, I believe, was your mother, how she would, uh, and your grandmother, how they would uh, labor. To pulling up the roots and the, and the rocks and the, and the whole steps that you went through, uh, it's not only just uh, intentional, but it's intensive. That's labor intensive, you know. <clears throat> and that's what God does for us. Imagine a God who who loves us that much that He takes the time for each and every one of His children. And you know, if you magnify His children, it's like. 2.3 billion God's children spread around the earth. That's a lot of people. This is what God does every day. 2.3 billion people. What a God who loves us so much that he takes the time to go ahead and do that to every one of our lives. And and, and it is uncomfortable. But the difference between working in a garden 
and God working on us is the attitude. And if we have the attitude of, 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 of the flowers, of the roses, and of the blackberries, and of the grapes, is this. See, the grapes and the blackberries and the roses, they, they don't have any choice. See, when the gardener comes in, they already know that, 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 that they're property of the gardener. See, a rose and a grape and a, a, a blackberry can't, can't fuss at you. Right. They don't fuss at the gardener. They don't say to the gardener, don't come near me. They don't run from the gardener. See, they completely yielded and surrendered to the garden because they instinctively and already have been made to know that this is their lot in life. And I point that out to say is that this is the this has to be the attitude that we ultimately gain in our lives is that my life is connected to God. And my yielding and my surrender has to be total in order for God to complete the pruning process, in order for God to be able to pull up those old root systems that are corrupt, in order for God to, to be able to separate and to bring back and to treat the soil. I have to be yielded and surrendered. Now, to the point where I'm yielding and surrendered is, 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 is important to how I am growing, to how I can bloom, to how I can produce the type of fruits that are um, pleasing and nutritious to those who I'm um, purposed to uh, feed or to show. And so that's all I wanted to say is that, you know, when I and, and, and I'm always we're always in the process, we won't never be completely yielded and surrendered until this side of the other side of the glory. But there's something for me to think about, you know, where am I uh, unyielding? Where am I unsurrendered? And how is that hindering my process? And the more I do, the more I yield, the more I surrender, the greater acceleration of, of my blooming, of my of my fruitfulness can can be to the world, to the passerby, to those who may need the substance, allowing the gardener to have complete way with my life. God bless you. Love you. Amen. That's good stuff. That's good stuff there, preacher. Amen. Anybody else? Man. <clears throat> well, y'all, listen, I'm prayerful um, that every single word that was said today um, empowered you to um, stay connected, you know, to keep yourself intently focused on what's growing in you. Um, and, and can somebody cut off limbs of who you are, take them away with you and enjoy your beauty. If somebody picked fruit from you and what's in your heart, would they eat sweet fruit or would it be bitter? If in fact they bit into you, would they find a worm or a rotted inside? It matters. All right. It's important that you understand that that's what happens every single day. Somebody is tasting you. Somebody is smelling you, somebody is admiring or sneering or snarling at you based upon what it is that you are presenting, um, what your life is yielding as it relates to your garden. And so um, 
today you have an excellent opportunity to be healed uh, for God to take the time to uproot some things on the inside of you. Uh, the reason we don't get the right answers is because we don't often ask the right questions. So I want to pose to you uh, if, in fact, you take advantage of this quiet time that you would begin to ask the Lord, if you tasted me, Father, what would you see? What would you, what would you taste? Would you spew me out, right, to get away from the lukewarm lifestyle, but move more so into uh, the, the pure fire of God that burns away everything that's useless, everything that's no longer beneficial for those that uh, have the opportunity to see you and your heart and the manifestation of the work that you've done behind the scenes to become the disciple that brings glory and honor to God. And so I'm excited about this process. I'm excited about the acceleration. I'm excited about the move of God after uh, we are done with this phase of the process. It is necessary to size not small beginnings. Take some time today to meditate on the word and maybe focus on a specific word in the word. Um, even if you meditate on the word abide, find you some good folk music and sit in the presence of God today. Be intentional about your fasting, right? Be intentional about your meditation and, um, and be quiet enough to hear his response not your opinion and not your supplications even. Make today about bringing glory and honor to God and reverence to God and reminding him that, Father, I'm here for you and I know you're the gardener and I know that if you, um, if you want, I can be not just productive, but in such an accelerated way that everyone around you will be able to glean from you and dine sufficiently and be nurtured and grow and develop and be cultivated in their process. And so we are healthy so that those around us can be healthy. So I praise God for each and every one of you. I pray that your day is fruitful. I pray that it's productive. I pray that he gives you witty ideas and inventions. I pray that you listen to something that will feed your soul today and nourish your soul, uh, your soil, I'm sorry, and that you would be uh, the most beautiful flower, uh, the most ripe and sweet fruit in the garden. Amen. I love you guys, but I promise God loves you more. Don't forget, I'll meet you right back here at 5 p.m. Um, just to have a quick closing out prayer for our fasting time and season with Lady Diane. I love you. Be intentional. If you go outside today, look somebody in the eyes, get online and, and send a word to somebody that needs some. Give somebody else a, a taste of sweet fruit today. Be a blessing to somebody, even if it's just a written post. But I, I challenge you to Stop feeling like you need to hide. Go on and, and do you. All good. Love you guys. I will hear you at Love you here. back. Thank hey, you for the pleasure. Love you Love you all. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. I hear you. Hold Happy on. Happy birthday, Don. I just wanted to share with who's still on the line that I share with you about my um baby, my uh, cousin who passed away, her baby girl, Sierra, 
just got a praise report. She her body is functioning. Thank you, Lord. She had her first uh, bowel movement, and so they're going to set up the video so that we can actually watch her. So continue to pray for her. Her name is either Sierra or Herrera. I can't figure out how they say it because they country. But anyway, so I just wanted to give you all some light today and know that there's no distance in prayer. She's in Little Rock, Arkansas, and she's a little over two pounds, but she is doing well. So I thank you for your prayers. Love you all. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Love you too, Eva. Love you, Eva. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you. Amen. Have a good day, everybody. Blessings. Well, be blessed.